Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. Well, you know, we are living in a world of much crises. But in this same world, we are presented with extraordinary opportunities. In other words, get ready to see God do a new thing. And you will see it. That's why my theme for this message is simply this. Get ready to see a new thing. Many things that we are so theologically bound by, bound in the sense that we had not found the liberty in the theology that would cause us to truly praise God. We, 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 we want to advocate God, but do we praise God? Uh, we want to read about signs and wonders, but do we want to perform? Signs and wonders. We see how God can open doors, but we don't want to see the door open. Preach, Holy Ghost. So what you'll find in chapter 42, because you got to understand that chapter 43 and 42 are inextricably linked together. So don't just stay in that one, the, 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 the 18 to 21. Don't just stay there in chapter 43. You've got to understand that when chapter 43 begins, uh, I want you to look there for me, and then I want you to just shout it out. And, and, and notice what the beginning portion of this chapter has to say. Look at it. It says, but now, thus saith, the Lord. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You see that word, but? It is an indicator that it connects with the previous. What a way to begin a chapter. But now, thus said the Lord. It can be mentioned in that particular way because when you appreciate chapter 42, Chapter 42 has been preparatory for what's going to happen in chapter 43. So let's hear what's happening over in chapter 42. Look at verse 6. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness. Got it? And will hold thine hand. And will keep thee and give thee for a covenant of the people for a light of the Gentiles. What you're going to see is I will. You see it? Underscore it. And then I will. And if you keep reading that, I will. Chapter 42, verse 6. Now look at, look at verse 14. I have long time holding my peace. I've been still and refrained myself 
Watch this now. And receive, reprieve myself. Now will I cry like a travailing woman. I will what? Destroy and devour at once. Now watch this. Now over there we have we have and will. Then we have and will. Over here, now will I. Then you come over into chapter 43. And when you get to, into chapter 43, we can appreciate that what God is now demonstrating what he will. What he will do. What he's going to bring to pass. So we see in verse 14, look there. In verse 14 of chapter 42, you'll see there, now will I. So, chapter 43, verse 1, but now. You're not getting it. God progressively moving to a point, a place where it is the moment. It is the time. I will. I'm going to keep you. I'm going to do these things for you. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to even uh, 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 get to my, uh, 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 I'm going to deal with my divine frustration. And that is, I'm not going to be calling you no more. I, I, I'm going to refrain from all of that. I'm going to restrain myself from that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be uh, uh, like a travailing woman. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to suffer through this time. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to wrestle through this time. Because God said, I've given you how many years? I've given you how many months? I've given you all this time. I've given you, and you haven't done what I want you to do. But I want you to know that I have still been progressively holding you, shaping you, molding you, if, I, if you please, into what I know I want you to do. In other words, this divine insistence. Amen. Yes, you don't worship me like you ought to. I feel like cutting you off, but I'm not going to do it. You don't serve me like you should, but... And I, I kind of feel like, what's the use? But no, I'm going to hang in there. This is God. I'm going to hang in there and I'm going to hold on. Because I know that one day your eyes will be open. Your heart will be prepared. Your spirit will be prepared. So you can understand why I have brought you to where you are today. Well, you know, we always have three points to our message. In fact, this text will demonstrate those three points. And so, number one, the change. Number two, the challenge. And number three, the charge. Change, challenge, charge. Stay tuned and be blessed as this word is released into your life. Then you have to get ready for the change. Say the change. change. 
the change, the new extension, the new revelation, the new opportunities that are coming your way. And it's amazing. It's amazing because what we call new is really an old with God because he had that for the, from the beginning concerning you. But you just coming into the knowledge of it, God, at least we'll put up with that because he knows we are human beings. But at the final analysis, you have to understand that God is not rushing around in his heavenly quarters trying to come up with some emergency program to get us out of the mess that we're in. But God has already laid it out. Remember not the former things. Neither consider the things of old or old times. Behold, I do a new thing. When you're going to do it? What's that next word? Now. With no job now. Lost loved ones, heart hurting now. Depressed and dejected now. Under protocols that has, I would have to say, prohibited our liberties. Now. War. Now, pestilence, now, folk acting crazy, now. God getting ready to do something now. Don't risk losing the now for hanging on to the past. God was not preparing you or is not preparing you for your past. God is not preparing you for your past. God's preparing you for your future. So don't tell me what you've never done. Don't tell me how you used to do this. And how you, no, no, no. I don't want to hear that. What I want to know is, are you aware that God is about to usher you into the dimension for which he has prepared you? That means some of you sitting up here today might end up preaching. Some of you might be missionaries. Some of you might be Holy Ghost filled and anointed counselors. Some of you might be Christian entrepreneurs. Some of you, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not God on that. But I know that what God is getting ready to do for you, it may be new, but it's going to be what he has ordered for your life. Change. We have difficulty with accepting change. We are more given to rehearse what we have done than to embrace what's about to be done. Paul gave that example and God in his own experience and he will do it in yours. God knows that you and I are at a place where we have to accept and embrace change. 
For a lot of people, this is a disturbance. You know why? Where the chairs at? I think we should have two chairs here and two chairs over here. Now we got these things. What these things? What them things? In the sanctuary? What's it? Anything out of the ordinary is not acceptable when God wants to take you to the extra ordinary. So while some folk are complaining, this then other people are calling and communicating from other places and saying, is that exclusively for your church or can we also have something that speaks of our ministry and where we're going so that everything is indicative of what you're doing? So you and I have to be prepared for change. Tell somebody, get ready for change. Then also, you're going to have to say to that person, we're going to have to deal with, watch this, the challenge. The challenge. The challenge, what is it? It's to be prepared to let go. Now, a lot of folk think that preparation only implies how you're going to get something. But sometimes God has to prepare us to be able to let go. Hmm? Step out on Why don't you go down the steps like we always go? We say, I don't know what God wants me to do in the world. I don't know what am I going to do with myself. Why am I here, Lord? We have to get ready not only to embrace change, but to accept the challenge. The challenge is that it's not going to be like it used to be. But it don't mean it's wrong. It's different. Different. And God does Things under the anointing, different. That's why in the categories of uh, anointing type, you have what is known as the personal anointing. Then, then you have uh, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, what, what is known as uh, the anointing that, that, that essentially is peculiar. Peculiar anointings. Peculiar anointings is that it's, it, the way God uses this person, it, it, it's like it seems out of order. But it is in order. Your problem is that it's different. God calls them special miracles. Humanly speaking, we cannot work miracles. I remember I first in chapter 19 of Acts, the Bible said, God wrought special miracles by the hands of. Throw your hands up in the air. And say, God, here are my hands. 
if you want to use my hands, use my hands, Lord. If you want to stop using my mouth and just use my hands, use my hands, God. My hands are up. My hands are up. My hands are up, which is saying more, God, than I surrender. It's saying, use me. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and informed that God wants to do a new thing through you. Let it happen. So until next time, I shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living. May God bless you and yours. Concepts to Concepts to